Welcome back to the Undrafted Podcast episode 11. Uh, it's been a long time. Uh, I think the last time we spoke was the end of July, right before the NBA started again. And I have the same two guys with me from then, Sam and Nolan. How are you guys doing? What's up, Jai? I'm doing well. Sam, I know you're in quarantine. Um, I guess this gives you an opportunity to do something outside of just watching, I don't know, TV all day. Yeah, it's nice to have something scheduled in my life. Um, so I guess what we're going to do today is just a full sort of NBA dump. Um, obviously, a lot's happened since the last time we spoke. The Lakers won the championship. Um, trades, draft, free agency. Uh, I guess we'll just sort of go through um, what happened the last couple of weeks. So, starting with free agency, there's just a few teams I want to cover mainly. Uh, I guess contenders, obviously, the most interesting thing to go over. Um, I want to start with the Bucks because of the Drew Holiday trade and then the botched Bogdan situation. Um, Sam, I'll start with you. What did you think about everything that happened with the Milwaukee Bucks? Well, first of all, I think they probably did almost everything they like. They tried to do what they could do to keep Giannis. They're trying to make Giannis happy. But um, I think they really overpaid for Drew Holiday. Yeah. Um, is the big, my main takeaway. I don't think Drew Holiday is worth as much as they gave up for him. What, they gave up two first-round picks and two pick swaps? I think it was three picks and a pick swap. I'm not sure. Something like that. Yeah. It, I think it was too much. The value of first-round picks is just mind-boggling to me. I don't really understand it anymore. Like, Robert Covington, the Rockets got two first-round picks for him. I don't know. Um, Nolan, thoughts? Uh, I think the Bucks not landing Bogdan severely impacted their chances of keeping Giannis, first of all. And then second, um, I knew Bogdan was like, it was said that he was like Giannis's priority all off season. So it's kind of, it's not good for them in the, you know, in saying that they haven't got him, but Drew, you know, he's better than Eric Bledsoe, so... I was trying to figure out if they've gotten better. I think my final conclusion was, like, marginally. You sort of out goes uh, George Hill, Eric Bledsoe, like, Ersan Ilyasova, and Kyle Korver. They've cer- and then, yeah, they certainly lost some depth in acquiring Drew, but yeah, I think he sort of compensates for it in, in the same way. I mean, the worst-case scenario for them would be Drew, who's also can be an unrestricted free agent next year, leaves, and then Giannis leaves, and then they have no future because they traded all their picks away. Yeah, that's the worst case scenario. No. Um, but yeah, I guess Giannis still has until the start of the season to sign the supermax now if he wants. Um, I don't, I don't see why he would. But again, I'm not in his shoes. Uh. But if he has the same offer next summer, I would just wait if I were him. Maybe he's talking to Anthony Davis. AD, to- AD told him he's waiting to sign his. <laughs> um, yeah, it's an update on the Bucks. Sam, who won the uh, the Battle of LA? Uh, definitely the Lakers. I think I was thinking about it. The Lakers probably had the best 
free agent period. But I think the Clippers had my favorite pickup. I think Serge Ibaka for the Clippers was might have been my favorite signing. Like, obviously it's my least favorite signing because I like the Raptors. But for the Clippers, I think it was a really good move. I agree. Yeah, I think they really they really salvaged something there because for looked for like a few hours almost like they had just lost the center depth with Montrez just suddenly. I don't know. That was like one of the weirdest moves with Montrez going to the Lakers. I don't know, no one saw that coming. I think it's better. But yeah, I think about. I think it's better that they got Serge because at least he can spread the floor. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think, at least from the one year that they were on the Raptors together, him and Kawhi seemed to be somewhat friends, as close as someone could be with Kawhi. I don't know. Um, yeah, but I think the Lakers probably had one of the better windows. You sort of tr- you give away what Danny Green, um, Rondo, Montre sorry no Javale and Avery Dwight, Bradley and Avery Bradley and Avery yeah and you bring in Gasol Montrez Wes Matthews and Dennis I think it's upgrade yeah paper. I don't they definitely didn't get worse no. they got better for sure um the Nets. I don't really know what to make of the Nets, uh, just because they're getting Kevin Durant back, and Kyrie barely played last year. Um, they kept uh, Joe Harris, which I thought was pretty big. But um, where would you rank them among the East? I guess we'll get to this later in our predictions. But I have the Nets as my third seed right now in the East. Um, I've, I don't know. I think the Nets are going to be good. I think Kevin Durant, we kind of forget. He's been out for a, a while. He's a top five player in the NBA. Probably top three, actually. So I think it's hard for him to win a team that's not at least in the top four seeds. That's my reasoning. Also, the Nets are interesting because they have Lavert and Dinwiddie still. And I think they could trade both those guys and get better in different areas. So I think it's interesting. The Nets could still make some more moves, I think. I think the Nets are the big trade team if something happens. Because, yeah, you said Dinwiddie and uh, Levert. And they could also put in uh, Jared Allen if they wanted, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, offensively, they're going to be, like, just unstoppable, I think. I think people forget that. Defensively. Yeah, well, I think people forget that Kevin Durant is still Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving is still really good when he's you know healthy and so maybe like the maybe like the social aspect of the two of them combined may not be great but probably on the court they'll probably be pretty dominant like yeah the nets and sixers are probably the two teams i'm most excited to see just what even happens with both is it with you and the sixers steve nat yeah (laughs) you love the nets coaching staff the nets coaching staff is just like I don't even know what to say. Steve Nash is the head yeah. coach. Dan oh. Tony is now Steve Nash's assistant. And then Amari Stoudemire came out of nowhere and was like, yeah, I guess I'll coach too. Yeah, I can't wait to see that. Uh, yeah, I'm very excited to watch the Nets play. Um, If Kevin Durant is healthy, is he the best player in the conference? Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay. Or no, sorry, no, no. He's not better yeah. than Giannis. You don't think I so? Think he's, if he's healthy? he's better than Giannis. And, no, no. Yeah, wait. Uh, no, he's not better than Jonas. I would say uh, yes, he probably but... does. 
Well, they're both in my uh, top three MVP picks. I'll just give you that. Yeah, um, we mentioned the Sixers. I think they probably had a pretty good window as well. Um, they got rid of Al Horford, which seemed pretty good. They got shooters. Picked up Seth that Curry. That seems good. Uh, if you had to build their starting lineup, how would you go with? Sam, I'll start with you. Um, I guess Ben Simmons is still a point guard, so I guess he's the point guard. Um, I guess you're gonna start. I would probably start Matias Tybul and and Danny Green. I think I'd start them both, and then I'd have Harris and Embiid. I don't know if that's the starting lineup, but I think that's your final five minute lineup, which is kind of more important. Yeah. Um. I would probably start Matisse at point guard, start Seth Curry at shooting guard, Tobias at small forward, Ben Simmons at power forward, and then Embiid at the five. Yeah, I think it's the locks are just Simmons, Tobias, and Embiid, and then it's like some sort of combination of Tybal, Green, and Curry. Uh yeah, I can't really think of anyone else who would start. People are pretty high on the their first round pick, pick uh Maxi guy. I don't know. First round picks was like I, it could be a boomer bust thing. I didn't pay attention to who they drafted. Yeah. How, like what pick did they even have? Uh early twenties. I think they're around twentieth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um The other team I want to talk about was Atlanta. Because I think they might have had them of the Lakers might have had the best off season. Uh, I think Bogdan, another great sign to go next to uh, Trey uh, Gallinari, another good one. Um, and they have they have Capella, Rondo, Chris Dunn, who's really good on defense but can't play offense. Um, I have them sliding into the playoffs now. You guys too. I have many. I have many. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I did as well. Yeah. Um, were you close between like any other teams for that spot, like Chicago or Charlotte? Not really. I thought about or I thought about Orlando, but uh, I don't really know. I don't, Orlando, pretty irrelevant. I, I think the Hawks are better. Yeah. Um, what do you think was the best signing overall? the window i kind of said mine i think it's a baka yeah um i think hmm, i think the hawks acquiring bogdan is probably one of the best or maybe phoenix acquiring chris paul yeah that would be my second pick as well chris paul oh yeah we didn't talk about phoenix um i think that was phoenix must be like the biggest riser in the west i would say with Chris Paul, their ceiling and floor dramatically just shifts. I don't know. The um, West is, like, so competitive now. Like, there's – I can give you, like, ten teams that could make the playoffs. Yeah, I had a tough time picking the seven through ten in the West. Yeah. Like, I think all four of those teams – like, the play-in tournament will be exciting in the West. I think – Like, I, I had to – yeah, there's a few teams that I wanted to put in the playoffs, but I just didn't have room for them. The big question is, like, Houston, 
because no one knows what's happening there. Uh, apparently, Westbrook and yeah. Harden both wanted trades, but they're both still on the team. And they have cousins. I don't know. <laughs> Remember when you thought raps were getting boogie for like a solid like hour? <laughs> you were like... For an hour, I talked myself into it. And now I'm just really happy we have Aaron Baines. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> I, I have the Rockets in my playoffs. Wow, yeah, I still have them. <laughs> I mean, if you have James Harden, I oh, think yeah. you're still going to make the for playoffs, sure. even if for he's sure. your only good player. Sure. Like, you'll definitely slide. I have the Rockets. They're my eight seed, but I have them in there. I had Memphis as my... Uh, team that exceeded so much last year that they're just going to be below expectations this year type team uh, I think they'll be 9th or 10th I think they'll be in the play-in games but I don't know if they'll get in I had kind of three teams sitting around the 8th seed that could play in and those were Portland, the Pelicans and the Suns I think Portland will be, I have Portland at 6 yeah same I think they're, they're going to be a little bit better than they were this year. I because I think they'll be a bit healthier. Have Nurkic back for the whole year, hopefully, and Collins. Mm. I think Covington was a decent signing. Yeah, I think they're like they played well, especially in the bubble, and they they were decent against the Lakers. Like as good as you could have been, I guess. They won as many games as the Nuggets and Rockets did against the Lakers. So yeah, so only won like thirty games the entire season. Um, I guess we could just start with the standings that we predicted for now. Um, okay. How do you want to go about this? Just read off one by one. Let's just start. Let's just yeah, start in the east and we'll go down. Like each say our first picks. I think. All right. Would be the best way to start. I had box. You can lead off. Yeah, I had the box. I had the box as well. Yeah. I, they were the best team. I don't think they. Seems, they didn't get any worse. They're just so. gonna run through the regular season again. Like it doesn't really matter. Yeah. What happens. I don't. I think that's very true. No one cares if the Bucks are the one seed or the two seed at the end of the year. It's gonna be what they do in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, two through like five, I sort of just eyeballed and guessed, but I had the Sixers second. I, I have Boston. I had the Nets in the second seed. <laughs> yeah, okay. okay. I feel like all... we all have the same teams in some order, but um. I don't know. Well, I'll see. I had who's your third? Miami. Okay, I have Brooklyn. I have Boston. Then I had Boston. Then I had Miami. Miami. Okay. Yeah. Then I had Brooklyn. Then I had Philly at five. I had Raps at five. Six okay. Raps. I had the Raps at six as well. I had Philly at six. Uh, seven Pacers. Yeah. Okay. And then eight Hawks we all yeah. had, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess it's that combination of like Philly, Miami, Boston, Brooklyn. Yeah. I mean, I had the Raps down, and I think my prediction was the Raps would be fifth or sixth last year, and then they were second. So you never know with the Raps. Yeah, but I feel like they've hit the over on the over under every like for the last five or six years, but like I don't know. Yeah. So I, I, who knows, really? They'd be the team that I would be least likely that I have outside my top three to be in the top three. Um, but yeah, I think those eight are pretty. I'm not really worried about like 
Gordon Hayward and LaMelo Ball. I, th- I think Miami's, <laughs> now that they've found their footing and they've shown that they're, you know, championship caliber team, they'll probably be better in the regular season. That's why I had them at the four seed a bit higher than last year. Yeah, I don't think that Miami's going to win the East, though, no. again. I think I think that was a bit of an anomaly. I think the bubble was, like, perfect for them, at least for the way they played and their sort of mentality. Like, it didn't seem to affect their players the way it did for some other teams. I don't know. Yeah, I think they also just got on a hot streak shooting. Oh, yeah, like Jay for Crowder. Three, for three rounds, yeah. Jake Jay Crowder. Um, they had like a. I feel like their off season didn't change them at all. I don't know. They lost Jay Crowder and they kept Drogic and got Avery. They lost Derek. They lost Jones. Derek Jones Jr. They signed Avery Bradley, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that makes Avery sense. Bradley, that's pretty good. Yeah. And people. If Avery Bradley could shoot, that would be nice. People were pretty high on their pick as well. The Kentucky guy, Precious Achua. His name's Precious. I remember because he had a cool name. <laughs> <laughs> um all right let's slide over to the west uh same thing i had the lakers at one yeah me too i had the lakers then i had the clippers yes i had the clippers as well the three nuggets yeah yep four jazz I had Dallas at four. I had Dallas at four as well. I had Dallas at five. Yeah, then I had the Jazz at five. I had the Warriors at five. Ooh. Uh, I, oh, I forgot about the Warriors. I didn't even put the Warriors in the playoffs. <laughs> I had uh, Portland at six. Yeah, I had Portland at six as well. I had Houston well. at six. Houston at seven. I had Phoenix at seven. I had the Jazz at seven. And then I had Phoenix at eight. I had the Rockets at eight. At eight, I couldn't really decide, so I had Portland, New Orleans, and Phoenix all sort of there. <laughs> but I think the play-in in the West is going to be pretty wild. Um, After all this talk that I like the Rockets more than anyone, I was the only one. I had the Rockets at the lowest seeding. <laughs> you shouldn't have bought your H-Town jersey. Oh, God. Um, yeah, I think the West it just comes down to the play-in. I feel like the other, I don't know, four or five teams are pretty locked. Yeah, I, I'm excited to watch. I think Donovan Mitchell. I think he's going to take a step forward this year. Last year it was the uh, like the O six Wade was like the Donovan Mitchell comparison, but maybe it's this year. Yeah, I mean. I just remember watching game one between him and Jamal. It was one of the best playoff games I've watched. I just wish he could play like that every game. I'm, I'm sure it would take a lot out of him energy-wise, but he's pretty fun to watch. If you're the Jazz, do you try and... Because I know Gobert's a free agent next summer, and he's eligible for like the super max for whatever his level is, because he's won Defensive Player of the Year twice. Um, would you try and move on? Uh, No. I don't I think probably so. Would. Probably. You would move on. Like I would, if I, if I was the Jazz, I, mean, I probably wouldn't want Gobert. I don't know. I I think Gobert's decent. Other than the fact he started COVID, but 
I just think he I don't he's really it. lacking in the offensive department. Really their only offensive package is Donovan Mitchell, Joe Ingles, Boyan Bogdanovich. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, he's not that bad though. You can run him in uh, maybe he might have to learn how to finish at the rim a bit better. He can sometimes be pretty shocking around the rim. Yeah, defensive capabilities he's amazing. I just think if they could get yeah. someone else who could shoot the ball, that'd be very beneficial for them. Um Dallas should be fun again. Um spoiler alert, I have Luca as my MVP favorite. Me too. Yeah, me too. I also just think they're sort of saving cap money for 2021 because they are also part of the Giannis sweepstakes. And Luca and Giannis would be a pretty devastating duo. Um, I thought Josh Richardson was a pretty good pickup for them to play next to Luca. Yeah, they lost Seth Curry, so I guess they had to replace him. Yeah. Are we going to do that? Um, Are we going to do MVP? Yeah, we can jump to that. Uh,. I had Luka 1, Giannis 2, Jokic 3. All European team. I had Luka, Giannis, KD. I had Luka at number 1, Dame at number 2, and Anthony Davis at 3. Pretty hot take. Jeez. <laughs> well, yeah, Luka seems like the pretty obvious favorite. Everyone's favorite Slovenian son. I don't know. As long as he stays healthy. Yeah. He hasn't had any, like, major injury scares, has he? He's pretty banged up in the playoffs. That's because Marcus Morris kept, like, stepping on him or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Marcus Morris is still in the league. <laughs> Marcus Morris signed for $64 million. He actually got, was pretty good in the bubble. I'm not going to lie. He, he was one of their better players. Yeah, he was pretty good. It's not saying much. The rest of the team is also terrible. Yeah, I mean, just compa- comparing um, his game to his, the regular season, like he was better in the bubble for sure. Yeah. Did Markeith stay with the? He resigned with the yeah. Lakers. Correct? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, I feel like the Morris twins are always free agents. Yeah. <laughs> or being traded, one or the other. <laughs> um, Giannis at two for me and you, Sam. I like he's gonna put up MVP numbers, but I just figured there'd be voter fatigue. I don't know. Unless he does something insane, like learns how to shoot threes, I don't think he can is gonna win it for a third straight year. If like Luca's healthy for the whole year. Yeah. Um, Dame Willard, Nolan, that's pretty hot take. Yeah, I I think um a lot of MVP voting is like narrative based, and so if Dame puts up numbers that he did last year, but even better, then I think people will start to acknowledge, you know, how great of a guard he is, which they already do. But, like, I think he's had, he's sort of been, like, in, like, the running to become MVP eventually. He has that, you know, talent. I think Portland would probably have to be a top three yeah, seed. Yeah, they'd have to make the playoffs. For Dame to front, be MVP. For be MVP. I think that, yeah, I, they'd have to be a top three seed for Dame to be an MVP. Mm-hmm. I don't know about top three, but probably top six. I can't think of any, like, I guess... What you're... The only MVP I can think of yeah, was Russ 
winning MVP, and the Thunder were still they were still a four seed. I'm pretty sure. I thought they were like six. Yeah, they were. I think they were lower. Were they? I think they were six. I thought they were fourth. Check quickly. Or maybe fifth. That was 2016, 17, right? I also just thought the voters would get like tired of voting for Giannis. Yeah. Um, the Thunder were yeah they were sixth. But I mean, Dame's not going to get a triple double, so he might have to go a bit higher than that. Dame might have to like average thirty five to forty points a game or something. Honestly, he could do it. Um, and then I just threw like I threw Jokic in just because you know, he's fun to watch. Jokic, I saw Jokic at some high odds on some uh, betting platforms for MVP, <laughs> like over thirty to one. Huh. So. I don't know. Could be worth a flyer. Sam, who was your third? Uh, Kevin Durant. Oh, yeah. How how healthy does he have to be to an MVP? Like 80% Kevin Durant? Uh, he's going to be 90% Kevin Durant to win MVP. I don't know. I'm, I'm just thinking Kyrie will most likely not play all the games, so Kevin Durant might have to shoulder some of the load. The last time we saw Kevin Durant, in 2019, in the finals, when he definitely like wasn't even 100% healthy, he was striking fear into like every Raptor fan's hearts. We only saw him for one game, didn't we? It was like a quarter and a minute or something like that. Yeah. And right, right before he was injured in that playoffs, he was injured in the second round. He was like at he was playing as good as he ever ever played. Yeah. So. I mean, no one's really been great after an Achilles, so we'll see. Yeah, I can't really think of someone who's come back and been, like, even close to the same, but I don't know. KD just sort of, um, he's just sort of has that, like, ability to just, like, mess up a conference. He's that good. He's also, like, he can just score from, when like, wherever, whenever he wants, so. Yeah. I don't really think the Achilles will stop him that much. Um, we can move on to most improved player. This is always like the most random category. Um, uh, not for me. I had two of the three finalists, or did I have all three? You were really good last year. I think you had all three. Yeah, not a big deal. Um, same thing. I had Aiton at one, Michael Porter Jr. at two, and then my uh, resident Raptor pick, OG Ananobi, at three. I, I had. Uh, are you okay. you going? Um, I had OG in mine. I took him out last minute though. My number one. My number one was Michael Porter Jr. My second was Jeremy Grant, and then my third was Kobe White from the Bulls. I have Shy at one. Uh, Aiton at two, and Davis Bertans at three. Okay. I think Aiden's an easy pick just because he's going to have Chris Paul. He's going to make him so much better. Yeah. Um, MPJ, that me and Nolan had, like, if he can do even anything on defense. Yeah. He, and he's even. That's a pretty big improvement. Even if he gets defense, it's like he needs to be more consistent and have better shot selection on offense. Yeah. I was going to say, if he can think yeah. on the floor. <laughs> I'll never forget just, like, watching the Nuggets from this year. Like, 
in our in our living room, and Michael Porter Jr. will like shoot like a thirty foot three pointer. We're just like screaming no, and he makes it. And it drops in, but then like he'll score and he'll run up to the inbound and it's like foul for no reason, and yeah. they're like they're yeah. in the bonus and it's like two free throws. Um, I I just threw on OG because I felt like it. Um, I do think he like improved a lot in the bubble and he showed a lot of different skill set. Um, but I also don't think he's gonna have the ball enough to show improvement. I went with Shy as my first pick because I think he was he a finalist last year. No, I don't think so. It was no, I was in Ingram, Ingram, Ingram and Devonte. I was I thought it was Devonte Graham. It might have been Luca. Maybe I think uh, one of those. Two. Yeah, so I think Shy with um, I don't know who else is gonna really lead the Thunder, so I'm pretty sure it's just gonna be him. So I think he's gonna have some. Like he's gonna have some games where it's just him going off, and I think he's he's on the short list. When you look at the odds, he's right up there near the top. I just thought I think Jamal Jamal is actually listed as the favorite. I believe Jamal's already, Jamal's already so good, though. I don't know how much better he can get. <laughs> he's never been an All Star though, so like it's very hard to be an All Star. I in think the West. it Jamal kind of yeah, like a few guys were a bit. Were, like went off in the playoffs, mm-hmm. like him, Tyler Hero, who weren't that great in the regular season, who would now be listed as mo- candidates for most improved. It's kind of hard. Like I kind of forget the regular season before the bubble. Yeah, like it's it was so mm-hmm. long ago. I was watching some highlights of uh, like Pascal Siakam pre bubble, and he looks like a different player, which just makes me like sadder about how <laughs> the bubble turned out. But I don't know. Like gives me a little hope for this season. Um, who else did you guys have? J- Jeremy Grant's an interesting one. Yeah. Especially after what happened with the offseason. Yeah, Jeremy going to Detroit, I think he's going to get a bit more of the ball than he did with Denver. Him Maybe, you know, if Blake's back, Blake can help him a bit, help him get better. Jer- Jeremy was sort of just like a, sort of like a random choice of mine. My really only, like, favorite, I think, is MPJ. And then I just kind of just threw Kobe White in there as well. Jeremy apparently got the same money offered from the Nuggets that he did from Detroit. He just went to Detroit because he wanted the ball more. That was, I don't know, seems like Denver sort of saved some money there. Um, I, I thought about uh, Malik Beasley for your, uh, he's on the Timberwolves now, I think. Yeah. I thought about him. But then I went with Dav- Davis Burton's. He got it. I know he got a pretty good contract, but like, hit, right? I don't think I don't think I've ever watched him really play, so I don't know if people think he's good or not. That's kind of why I went with him. <laughs> I mean, he can just shoot the ball really well. That's why he got paid. Christian Wood. Christian Wood was another guy I thought about too. Oh yeah, that'd be a good one. The only thing I had against Shea was that I just thought they'd be so bad that there was no way he'd get recognition. Yeah, that's fair, but. I don't think the most improved category is you don't have to be a playoff team yeah, to fair. be in the running for that. Um, quickly on the Thunder, do you think they can turn all these picks into a good future through the draft, or would you try and package some of them for someone else? I mean, if anything, Sam Presti has shown he has the good ability to draft. I don't yeah, know I, I think you got to hit... You gotta hit on at least one of them. Yeah. Like what Sam Hankey, he had all those picks. He f- 
m- messed up a lot of them, and he still ended up with Simmons and Embiid. So I think it's a similar situation. They just have to make sure they're bad enough to make the picks worth something. Mm. But I think that's how they keep trading all their players away. Like, they tried to be bad last year, and they weren't. These, like... So this year they're actually really going for it. These like next five or six draft classes just have to be so much better than this year's for it to really pay off. Apparently they are. Like apparently they're very good. But I mean, also, who really knows? These kids are like some of these kids that they're gonna draft are probably like twelve right now. So like if there's any like Kevin Durant's in these drafts, like that'd be really cool. But we don't know. All right. They're going to end up with Brawny and Zaire. <laughs> and Mikey. Next Mikey category. Williams. <laughs> <laughs> um, coach of the year. I had Frank Vogel 1, Rick Carlisle 2, and then Monty Williams 3. I had... I had... Uh... <laughs> you go, Sam. I had Mike Malone, Rick Carlisle, Scott Brooks. I had um, Rick Carlisle, Steve Nash, and Stan Van Gundy. <laughs> we haven't really. Where's, where did where did Stan get hired? The Pelicans. The Pelicans. We haven't yeah. really talked about them. Um, I I really like Stan. They who do they keep in the um the Bledsoe trade, which had Hill as well. It ended up becoming the Stephen Adams trade as well. I think George Hill went to the Thunder. It was really confusing. So I guess... Yeah, I lost track of they that. They have Lonzo and Bledsoe now. They still have Ingram, Zion, and Stephen Adams. Um, that's the bulk of their team. Jackson Hayes. Yeah, I think Frank Gundy's definitely an interesting one. I think he can, they can get them to play defense. I think he can do a lot with that team just because there's just so much young talent. Like, If he can utilize that then I can definitely see him winning Coach of the Year. I saw a lot for Lonzo for um, most improved. Me too. He was really good pre-bubble. He was shooting a lot better. I can't wait for the first New Orleans-Charlotte game. I hope it's prime time. <laughs> um, Rick Carlisle felt like a pretty easy pick just because of the ascension of Luka and hopefully the healthiness of KP. Um... I also, I feel Mike Malone deserves to be, get some recognition. That's why I want him at number one. I think if the Nuggets have another good season, I feel like it's, it might be his time to, I don't know if he's won the award or not, but. I think he's always like been he deserves like a shout. in there for voting. I don't know if he's ever yeah. finished top three. Um, they should be able to make up Jeremy Grant's minutes with uh, Jermichael Green, Road to Riches, underscore zero. And Porter will play more this year than he did last year. Yeah. He was not a very big part of the team for the first four months. Mm. Um, all right. Next, sixth man of the year. Um, two of them are the usual guys. I have Montrez one, and I have Lou Williams two. But then I threw in Norman Powell three. I had Dennis Schroeder, if he's not starting with L.A., um, then I had Rajon Rondo, and if Seth Curry is not starting, I had him in there as well. I have Dinwiddie, and then Schroeder, and then Harrell. I sort of just assumed Schroeder would be starting, 
but I don't know. Like, I guess I could be wrong. Um, well, if LeBron's... If, yeah, I guess maybe he would be LeBron's starting. running point guard, Wes at the two, and then some other combination of players, I could see Dennis probably coming off the bench. If if AD still refuses to play center, then I don't think they start Schroeder. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know, though. I guess because they've been talking about resting LeBron and AD a lot, so maybe Schroeder will start too many games to be qualifying for six-man. I don't know. Oh, that's fair. Um, maybe, I'll cha- if, maybe I'll change that. Yeah, maybe I will, too. Yeah. I had Norman Powell just because I thought he played well enough for it last year, but he started too many games to qualify, I think, if I remember. But Big contract year for Norm. He's a player option. How big is player option? Like 11. He's the... Uh, I feel like he won't... He might be too good by the end of the year to exercise that. Yeah, he might have like to He might out. decline it. Yeah. Opens up a lot of cap space for us. It's okay. Well, let's hope he opts in at that number. Um, rookie of the year. I just, like, I threw in the top three picks in a random order because I think it's going to be one of them. Uh, so take your pick, LaMelo Ball, Anthony Edwards, James Wiseman. Uh, I had James Wiseman at one, LaMelo at two, and then sort of a, sort of a hot take, I had Denny Avdia over Anthony Edwards. I have Anthony Edwards first, LaMelo Ball second, and Obi Toppin third. Some of the, uh, the Anthony Edwards stuff is, like, so weird. Some of those quotes, like, him saying he doesn't like basketball and things like that. Um, I think he's gonna get the most. I think he's in the best position though. Of, mm. I find also big guys don't seem to win this award very often. Maybe the people like like, I, like smaller. I feel like recent history, recent history, like guards seem to win this award, which is why I went with guards. That's fair. Nolan, what? And also, I think. I think that Anthony Edwards playing with D'Angelo Russell and Carl Anthony Towns, I feel like he's in a pretty good position to succeed as compared to LaMelo, who's going to have to, like, just jack up threes from everywhere. What do you mean? You don't trust uh, Scary Terry and Gordon Hayward to run the offense? <laughs> P.J. Washington, Malik Monk. <laughs> do they still have Bismack? No, I think he's a free agent. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Bismack's on a team right now. Should have picked him up. Um... Nolan, how's your? Uh, what do you think about the Warriors' future, at least for this season without Clay? I think um, I don't think they'll they will probably won't make it to the Western Conference Finals, but I think they had a really good I think they had a pretty good off season picking up Kelly Oubre, and I think I think uh, Wiseman definitely has potential to be in the top three standings for Rookie of the Year just because he's playing with really good players like he's playing Steph Curry's still Steph Curry and he's gonna get you know probably a lot of mentorship mentorship from him um I don't know I'm really I'm just really excited to see them play and I'm excited to see Steph back out again like I feel like it's been forever he's- yeah the only downside for the Warriors right now obviously other than Clay is that they're like their salary cap situation is just like ridiculous because of all the money they've committed to Clay. Steph and uh, Draymond. Yeah. Um, but 
it is what it is. Like, their starting lineup is, it sounds really good, like, on paper. Like, Curry, Wiggins, Oubre, Green, and Wiseman. Like that. I think that sounds pretty good. I forgot they had Wiggins for a second. Yeah. They also have Wiggins on near max, so that's not oh, a salary not cap either. Yeah, salary, but I think talent-wise, like, I think they have potential. The Clay thing really sucks because I think everyone's really excited to see them um, healthy this year. I was so excited for them to have to have Clay back. I kind of missed them in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just don't see them making the playoffs. No, the Clay. I could see them being in the play. I think they might make the playing games. I kind of forgot about them to be honest when I was making my list. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess they could overtake the Rockets maybe for the eighth seed. Yeah, if the Rockets blow up, then, like, a spot just opens up. Thank God Clay can shoot, because if he couldn't, and, like, all of these injuries, Achilles and torn ACL, like, so much of his athleticism is probably gone. Yeah, the only problem is that he's also such a good defender, which yeah. will... Probably not anymore. Yeah, might not be anymore. But, yeah, you're right, at least he, at least he can he's shoot. like, top three shooters in the league. Yeah. Um, final category, defensive player of the year. I had AD one, Embiid two, Gobert three. I had. I had eight. I had AD, Gobert, Giannis. I had Anthony Davis, Giannis, and Bam. Yeah, I just like I'm pretty sure AD's gonna win this. Um, mm-hmm. If LeBron sits some games and AD just plays a bigger role, and I think he was pretty upset that he didn't get it last year, and he was really good. Like, like I think if anything, the playoffs showed how good he was defensively. Um, yeah, Gobert just kind of feels like a he's Gobert. He's gonna block shots, and uh, I'm surprised you with Embiid. I'm just waiting on like the Embiid like revenge season. <laughs> he's gonna come back like he's, ripped or something. Well. Apparently it's this year. It's been like every year for the last three years, but we'll see. Um, I guess that rounds off our picks. How how far are we from games? A few, couple weeks, three weeks. Three weeks today, isn't it? Oh yeah, Tuesday. You're right. Preseason games are in like ten days or something. Um, yeah. Do we know what the schedule is? Uh. Like, the actual schedule? Have they even released it? No, not yet. They released, like, the parameters for interconference, interdivision type things, but I didn't really read much into that. Um, preseason games start soon. Training camp starts, like, tomorrow, I think. The turnaround's been pretty wild. What are the... they know what the Warriors are doing with the band in San Francisco? Oh, I don't know. They haven't said anything. Have they have they announced anything? Because no. I mean, oh, the 49ers are now playing in Arizona. Arizona. So I haven't seen anything about the Warriors yet. Um, that's a tough soak. Like one week before, you have to start bringing people in for camp. Yeah, it's a two week quarantine in that one county. Yeah. I just saw today that Denver isn't going to be allowing fans in their stadium. I wonder how many stadiums are yeah. actually allowing. Milwaukee isn't either. I bet you... I don't think Milwaukee is. I doubt it. If anything... I'm assuming, like, uh, Miami and Orlando will have fans. Oh, yeah, and the Tampa Bay Raptors. 
Yes, they all have fans. That's exciting. <laughs> There's probably a lot. Having been to Tampa Bay many times, there are a lot of Raptors fans there. Like, a lot of Canadians. A lot of Canadians go down there for the, uh, for the winter. So, yeah. Maybe less so this year, but there will still be a decent amount of Raptors fans. I want to get some merch, Tampa Bay Raptors. Have you seen all these, like, edits on Twitter? <laughs> no, I haven't. I've seen some funny ones. Are they ones. good? They're okay. <laughs> what's, your, uh, what's your, as a Raptors fan, what's your Raptors spiel for this season? Or do you have one? Uh, no, uh, I hope we, I, I, I just hope to make the playoffs, win our playoff series, hope the Bucks don't win the title. My, um, and the Clippers. I hope the Bucks or the Clippers don't win the title. Those are the two teams I don't want to win so I, we can get Kawhi or Giannis. Kawhi. I would much rather have Kawhi. Kawhi returning is my big, like, storyline. If the Clippers implode and then Giannis stays with the Bucks, I'm all in on the Kawhi returns to Toronto storyline. Yeah, that would be nice. Um, way too early finals prediction. Um, I'm going Clippers and Celtics. I'm going to go Clippers, Nets, or, or Mavericks, Nets. I'm going to go Lakers and uh, Nets. Jeez. The Nets. I don't know. I'm just really high on the, like. If you have to beat the Nets, you're gonna have to outscore them. That's my philosophy. Or if you're the Celtics, you can defend them. <laughs> Do you think the Celtics? Can we talk about the Celtics quickly? With the what Kemba, just happened? Like, what, what, what just happened? Stem cell like Kemba. thing in his. <laughs> I'm so confused. Well, he's like always had knee issues, but apparently, like they tried to trade him like during draft day or something and then nothing happened and now he just got like stem cell injections he's out for a bit out for like i think hayward was a pretty big yeah three months or something yeah like 12 weeks or something but the celtics needed a center they got one they got tristan which i think was pretty good jason tatum and jalen brown only gonna get better the celtics they do need i think they need one more player i think hayward was a pretty big loss and they didn't really get anything for him except for a trade exception, which doesn't mean anything. If they could have gotten Miles Turner or uh, Oladipo. Well, apparently they didn't want Turner in that deal. Yeah. I don't know why. Maybe it was too much money. It was like $18 million for him or something. Did you guys see the new yeah, so Pacers jerseys? How nice were those? The pinstripe? Yeah, the OGs. <laughs> I think I'd... TJ Warren's going to have a career year in those. <laughs> oh, I should have put him on my most improved. <laughs> All right. I guess that wraps us up for now. We'll probably do uh, an early NBA review after a couple weeks through the season. All right. Thanks for coming on, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to this podcast produced at CFRC 101.9 FM in Kingston, Ontario at 
Queen's University, situated on the traditional territory of the Anishinaabe and Haudenosaunee peoples. The CFRC Podcast Network at podcast.cfrc.ca is brought to you by the generous support of the Queen's University Faculty of Engineering and Applied Sciences. Thank you.